Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast. Every time I say it, it just gets faster and faster. Um, this this has been a week of uh, a lot, and we'll get into that, uh, especially if you're following RLCS. Um, you know, for all of you who were angry and uh, visibly distraught mm-hmm. and emotionally That's distraught me. that Combo mm-hmm. Wabbits were not on last week, instead we got you know. The Turbo Pulsa of podcasting, the guy that nobody really likes but accepts that he's somewhat funny or good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they're back. So uh, you know, combo, bring me in with an intro. Hello, I don't intro. Goodbye. Boom. All right, and then wow, beautiful. Hit him. It's Wabbits. me. Hi, everybody. I well, I don't know where this energy's coming from, Wabbits, but I love it. Um, you know what? Sometimes it's here. Sometimes it's, it's here. <laughs> sometimes there. <laughs> Sometimes it's every which where. Um, yeah, let's let's get let's go over the housekeeping stuff. Although we have some intro topics this week, uh, which hopefully will amuse you. Um, uh, so the first things first. Uh, thank you so much to our patrons. So our tip jar patrons. That's a five dollar tier. Um, we've got uh, cursor. E dot J dot. All right. And I'm remaining that until I find E dot J dot in the server. That's just E dot J dots initials. Um, but <laughs> it's a new patron. I don't think they're in the discord server. So get in the discord server so I can, you know, get a proper, I don't know, whatever you want to be called on the podcast. King Knight TK go blue Mason, um, who has, you know, graciously stepped down from the combo tier, um, mm-hmm. due to actually a really awesome thing. Uh, so go blue masons have a kid so congratulations round of applause Um, so yeah go blue mason has stepped down um from the combo tier uh, but you know we're very thankful in seven minutes (laughs) (laughs) yeah back up in seven minutes you you gotta tell people they're gonna be hyped to go in and get the session but it got picked up in oh yeah no no yeah no the the session was gone before you knew it um (laughs) so and you know we are planning to spend that but only when combo kind of uh you know his boss is yelling at him or whatever um <laughs> the uh yeah yeah so go blue mason once again thank you so much for your support and go blue mason remember is the original the og patron um so <laughs> much love um also much love to mike mr c mife pawn poor judgment remember i dunked on poor judgment that one time and sure <laughs> you will nobody will ever live that down no 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 um especially when other people ask about it yes i did dunk on two gcs no it did not look that good yes they are bad um <laughs> i i'm kidding i'm kidding i'll probably uh i need to do a, an own 15 show match sometime um uh and now in the combaties tier all right the new tier for coach combo that's a new name uh, we got Aruk, Big Hawk, Kite, and your boy Hunty. All right, those are the uh, the fabulous um, students of Combo, the Combo Clan. Uh, thank you. I'm I'm sure. Actually, I guess Combo can will thank you for their for I guess his support. But we also thank you for your support. Ty, ty, ty. Um. We got that. All right. Second, second bit of intro thing. Get out of the way. I just found out my soccer team 
B okay, this is what happened. So it turns out that Eliza's one of the one of the members of the Discord, Eliza, his mm-hmm. soccer team was part of the soccer league I played in the summer and we were in the same league. We were both in uh competitive third division in, in our wow. region. And uh mm-hmm. we forfeited the game that because 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 Eliza lives quite far away from where I am. So we forfeited the game when we went over there because no one showed up. But then when they came over here, I wasn't there, and apparently we like beat them seven one or seven nothing or something. So, but it's kind of funny because we were in the same league, and now we know. But also we weren't at, or I wasn't at either of those games. So, <laughs> <laughs> for all we know, you know, maybe maybe I don't know. I thought that was just cool. That that's all I was gonna say. There's nothing more more to add to that. Just I thought I would mention it. Insight flashes of life right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, don't worry, I was scored just as much as I scored in Rocket League. All right, in that game, one goal. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow! Wow! I was, I was waiting for that Wabbit's like you know half joke right there, and I I didn't. He said he was nice, so. Well, uh, the one goal was an own goal, right? Oof. <laughs> Good thing in soccer I can just stay striker and not ever be close to my net. You know what I mean? Oh, fair, fair. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is a funny intro topic. So, you know, like, there's, like, these typical customs, you know, when you're dating, all right? You know, like, when do I tell this person about this thing or that thing? Or when do I introduce that person to my parents or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a question for you, too, all right? Uh, mm-hmm. Considering I did go on a first date not too long ago. Um, <laughs> you know, when do you bring up that you have a mildly successful Rocket League podcast? Like, when is that <laughs> uh, supposed to be brought up uh, in conversation? <laughs> So I literally five minutes before this, uh, depending on how long this intro has been going, I told one of my roommates that I've been living with for two months that I was recording a a mildly successful Rocket League podcast. (laughs) So about two months in, that's what I would say. (laughs) I, you know, I think, I think that's a fair assessment. You know, if, if that's how long it takes to tell your friend, that's probably how long it takes to tell someone you're dating. (laughs) Combo, do you have anything that's probably more reasonable? (laughs) (laughs) um i also fun of this is also a good timing on it i had a my my work trip that i was gone for uh we when we all met we always start because there's tons of new people because we only meet twice a year um so whenever we meet it's a it's like a let's like share facts about you and my fact was that i co-host a mildly successful (laughs) esports podcast um that was literally my fun fact and the room was like whoa like that's crazy and so that's where i told a bunch of my like colleagues um and actually a couple of them are now listening so they're uh, they're probably gonna know exactly what i'm talking about nice. um but uh yeah so the uh, i would say so wait is it so remind me so this is a girl that are you actually dating now no no no. we've just been on one date yeah okay. cool okay yeah yeah so i think it's like when it becomes official and when it's uh like when you're able to start hanging out without it being a date you know what i mean so like if if the person can come mm-hmm. over and like will like it's not like come watch a movie and leave kind of thing it's a like oh like just like hey i'm like folding laundry do you want to come hang out for a bit like that state is where you're good kind of thing like uh because that, that's <laughs> where, where i mean, it's like you got it like they're, they're in and like they're it's no longer the like honeymoon it's more of a just like hey we're, we're chilling so now it's a like oh yeah you want to sit on the couch while i'm like recording this cool like that's fine like you can hang out like that's what i did with my girlfriend when i first started but obviously i was already dating her at the time so mm-hmm. that sounds like about two months i'm not gonna lie <laughs> <laughs> okay. um i was also gonna mention that uh i didn't realize how clever i was but i like you know how you throw like the softball or like sorry 
I guess, like, you throw something out there just to kind of gauge, you know what I mean? Especially on a first date, we don't quite know the person that well. So mm -hmm. I throw out the, um, oh, there's, like, all these, like, kids and all they do is play Fortnite. All right. I was curious. I was trying to gauge reaction on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily related, but it's related enough. You know what I mean? Anyway. Um, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. That that's fun. Um, <laughs> I have no further comments. I'm just, uh, you know, I just I think I just have to find a nerd. All right, nerd girl. I think that's I think that's the truth. All right. Is this a nerd girl or no? No, this is not a nerd girl. <laughs> Got it. Hey, my my girlfriend is not a nerd girl, and we literally had a conversation last night about how she's doing very good at like trying to be involved with it. That that's very nice of her. All right. Yeah. Anyway, maybe you know what I should give I, sh I should give her a chance. I shouldn't I shouldn't just say no. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's I I think you're right. I think I'm I may be unfair with that. All right, um, awesome. All right, let's move on. Um, so uh, my lights just went off. Um, <laughs> no, no, okay. Actually, um, I have Alexa lights, but I don't have no, no. lights. Um, <laughs> We finally got back the results. All right, the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast survey results. Oh my goodness, that's a, that's more of a mouthful than the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast, which is already stretching it. You know, um, so this is from uh, you know Go Blue Mason of all people, right? Mm -hmm. um, so he had Go Dad Mason. Yeah, he had uh, compiled. He got about he got thirty five um, people to participate. Um, mm -hmm. so we're just going to go over, I guess, the general things that stick out age range. It seems we have the most 18 to 24. So that's, that's mm -hmm. good. Um, but you know, we have some of the older and younger demographics, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, the 13 under actually was the surprising one for me. I didn't think we had anyone under 13 and we have one mm -hmm. cause I just don't think that's a podcast listening demographic. So very cool. That, that, that is moment. really cool. You know, and if they can get all their 13 year olds to, <laughs> <laughs> get that 12 year old also army. podcast yeah um living and i had a guess last time that you know like 70 percent from the states and i was pretty much right almost there yeah obviously remember this is only 35 which is a very small sample size compared to the actual amount of listeners um but uh you know canada was at 20 percent europe at 11 percent oceana about five percent that seems really reasonable especially considering the demographics um of Rocket League itself. Of Rocket League Maybe. itself, yeah. Mm -hmm. And our focuses, right? So, like, yeah. we won't talk about Oceana as much, so I imagine we have less listeners than Oceana. Yeah. But the we fact is, two of them boys. in our Discord is <laughs> is impressive in itself. Um, and one of them is a patron. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Wild. Um, they reppin'. <laughs> they reppin'. All right. Uh, highest rank achieved in 3v3 standard, 2v2 doubles, or 1v1 duel. Um, we have a couple of grand champs, a lot of champs, and a lot of diamond, which kind More of champs than I expected. Yeah, uh, it doesn't surprise me too much because, like, I think there's like two, there's kind of two philosophies. It's like, oh, I'm just enjoying this game. Let, let me hear two people talk about it, or it's like, oh, I'm all in. I'm trying to get better, and like, I found this podcast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like, I kind of see that with like, oh, we're talking about a lot of uh, esports stuff. And imagine people who are watching the esports, a lot of them are also playing a lot. So uh, mm. I think that's a good thing. 
that's definitely a trend I see with even the like my coaching tier is the everyone that I'm coaching is diamond two or higher currently. So it, clearly it's it's the folks who are like right on the cusp and like are grinding to get just that little bit of extra help to get higher. Right? And that makes sense to me because like I think I've, I've said this before below like high plat. There's a lot of mechanical stuff that you can just find YouTube videos on and like just learn to do that better before you have to kind of look have someone review your play if that makes sense. And I'm sure it helps at lower ranks, but I think you, I think it's a lot easier to like push past the wall to get to the next level at the lower ranks, mm -hmm. which I mean, with all things, right. As you get better, the, it gets harder and harder to kind of get those couple of percentages up. Um, so that's cool. Uh, favorite playlist, three, 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 three standard. Okay. Well, that's probably my fault. Sorry guys. Um, <laughs> battle car, you main. Octane, Dominus, Breakout, Fennec, mm -hmm. Mudcat, Nemesis. I'm surprised there was that many Fennecs. Guardian, yeah, more Fennecs than Dominus. But yeah, I think that was a big one for me. I think that, I think to be fair, when the survey came out, it was kind of the Fennec craze was starting. So that's true. I, I think that but might have the Nemesis skewed. was on here. Yeah. So they were there. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I guess know. that's right. Yeah, I guess you're right. So anyway, I think the Fennec mm -hmm. ever since like there's a couple more cars that seem viable or at least pros are using now. So that 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 makes sense to me. <laughs> All right, this is where it gets really interesting. All right, so um, beginners' corner is by far one of our favorite segments, and that's just beside pro rocket league discussion. So, um, for those of you who really enjoy that segment, considering the week we had in pro rocket league, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a lot to talk about with pro rocket league because um, everything I ever knew has changed. Um, yep. Uh, I'm already in pain. Yeah, just, and then and then behind that um, discussion of the cast's like play, so that's really cool to know. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe we should we can maybe maybe not this week, but starting next week, we can probably give a little more updates on how's it going in our game. Mm -hmm. um, flash singing, flash rants, not 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 so hot. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but also pretty there. <laughs> yeah, and then combo rants takes it. So apparently, combo, mm -hmm. you are. Um, by vote, the uh, <laughs> the king ranter, the king ranter, um, because I think when combo gets angry, that's when we know, you know, like <laughs> something's going down. Um, so yeah, but college, college rocket league updates has kind of gone down, um, and we we noticed that as well in the what do we want to hear less of, um, mm -hmm. and that was really the only thing. So it seems like the truth is, and I think combo, you've talked about it before. Um, the people who are in college will want to like listen about that a little bit, um, but you know, apart from that, most mm -hmm. people are like, "Oh, we're either talking about stuff that's relevant to me getting better, or the RLCS esports thing." Because I'm only, you know, everyone has mm -hmm. only so much time to follow, right? Uh, different things, and so I, I can see them being like, "No, like I don't really want to watch colleges versions of this, right?" I'm not at that level. Um, flash singing uh, also. Um, you know, in the what do you want to hear less of, but also in the other point of it, there's a please don't stop singing flash. So I guess <laughs> okay, so I'm coming out here. I put both flash singing for uh, love it and hate it, and okay. I was the one that said please don't stop singing. Oh no, Wabbits! No, <laughs> you filled out the survey. You're scared. I did. Well. I didn't fill out the survey. Did you um, not? <laughs> no. Did you flash? Uh, I did, but I think I did only jokes. Oh my jokes gosh! <laughs> what is this? Um, I think those were my main answers. Wait, did you respond with StarCraft as well in the other section for less I of? I did not. 
That was not me. <laughs> okay, because I got a winky face one, which means that person just amused that I bring it up all the time. Although that hasn't been a thing, so you get to drink now. Um, and then the, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that's pretty much it. There's something about like, if you're a Patreon subscriber, why why do you want to subscribe? Which is interesting. Um, I was searching for a Rocket League podcast and found it. That's pretty good. I've always said, mm-hmm. um, like, because it's it's you know, Gopa's trying to help us out. You know, how do people find it? Mostly just by googling it. I think that's where people find it. <laughs> which is kind of yeah, it's cool. Um, on top of that, though, if you do have friends who are interested in the game, definitely have them check us out. Um, that always helps. Uh, and then uh, there's so many other wow I can't even keep screaming (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness that's never gonna stop that's who he is (laughs) Uh, I have have a suggestion here like to include an FAQ Um, but what ends up happening is every time I create an FAQ channel or like, like having listeners submit questions it just get flooded with like another general channel, and I, I think <laughs> this has happened about like three times. You're still like an AMA. Yeah, no, I'm That'd good. Be fun. What? <laughs> really? I no no. Oh, an we AMA. can do an AMA, but then it's gonna be like all. I mean, what what more do people want to know about combo? All right, I've already divulged I would, I would... most of my <laughs> life. We don't know. All right. That's. We don't know what the people want. That's what we're looking for. Listen, we, are, are there going to be like, what are you looking for? All right. In those dates. And I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to. Oh, I have to spill your heart and soul. <laughs> it's just hundred dollar Patreon tier uh, flash tells you all his dirty secrets. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, in the Patreon now, there is a Wabbit's uh, face reveal confirmed. <laughs> uh, which For is like fun. half a second. Half also a second, but you got to find reveal. it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, this has been... I've enjoyed this start a lot. This has been one of my favorite starts. I don't know about you guys. You, this, that opening sentence is normally how you end the podcast. Like, this has been a good podcast to go from there. To, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like as a meme. You'd be like, this has been a great podcast. We'll see <laughs> you next week. That's where we're ending it. <laughs> 20 minutes, all right, of the content I want to enjoy. I'm like Vince McMahon, dude. All right? I don't put on a show that people want to hear. I want to put on the show I want to hear, all right? Um, you know what? We should end it. RLCS did not happen this week. We're leaving. Yeah. Yeah, no, nothing. Everything's fine. Um, <laughs> all right. It's time. Flash has talked enough. All right. Um, there was. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Tournament this weekend. What am I talking about? No, I haven't talked enough. ASAP Weekly <laughs> Tournament coming up on this weekend. I have some big news. It's a 2v2 tournament. Go in the Discord. Go announcements. You can find it at the Google form sign up. All that. Big news, though. Wabbits. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're looking for a twos partner. Uh huh. Um, but uh, due to um contractual obligations and the reigning uh, champs and, will not uh, reign. <laughs> um, the fact that we keep winning all these tournaments. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> understandable. 
I completely understand it. I am <laughs> I am good. resigning from competing in the tournament coming up oh. this Sunday. Therefore, allowing one of two possibilities to happen, Wabbits. Mm-hmm. One, you get Dave and you have the reigning champs try to reign again. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave has already signed up. He's the first person to sign up. Oh Two. <laughs> well, you find someone else, and then if either you or Dave win, you can keep the reigning champ's name going Dave, strong. Dave's looking to win, man. He picked high for his teammate. He's looking to win. Right. Um, I will. I will probably be watching. I just. I cannot commit this week to that um, time frame. Wait. I'll probably just hop in and out. Uh, so it sounds like I am a free agent. You are a free agent. All right, sweep him up. At me in the Discord whenever somebody hears it. I don't know. I'm not gonna <laughs> gonna say this. I'm gonna let, wait for people to hear it. <laughs> we got um, what's it called? We got six teams signed up so far. Oh, that's always awesome. Let's get it to eight so we have like a real number. You know. <laughs> oh, I, I would not be surprised if we hit minimum ten to twelve based oh, on boy. people talking right now. I'd not be surprised. By the way, if you want to join, you're not in the Discord. Join the Discord. Join the Discord. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's get to what everyone's been waiting for. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I know we kind of segregated this to topics, but before we get into it, do we want to go game by game instead? Or do we want to just talk about the bigger points? I think just bigger points, because I honestly can't remember enough about the games. Oh, I watched every minute and some VOD so twice. Did I. <laughs> like, I watched it all, but I just can't remember it because it was like all of it. I was just laughing. All right. <laughs> so, just, oh. um, Cabo, I yep. think it's best if at this point you take it away. <laughs> yep. Wow. Wait, so we're going to give my game or? Uh, no, no, no. Just... We, we can do bigger points um, and then bring up bring up the results, obviously, when you're talking about these bigger points. But, but it, it's cool. not going to be game by game. All right, uh, we're gonna start with NA as always. Uh, mm-hmm. So the big story coming out, uh, w- one of the multiple big stories coming out of NA right now, uh, is just one in general. The the entire standing shuffle. Uh, this and so when we were going through the topics, what I wrote as the two topics that I wrote was major collapses and major rises. Because mm-hmm. if you look at any of the last four seasons, we always obviously talk about the big three. Generally, that fourth spot tends to be pretty heavily competed for. Um, and even if you look at any power rankings or any predictions, the not only normally Europe can get pretty messy. This is the first season that NA is drastically unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Um, just to quickly go down the standings before we go in it. Currently, we have NRG at 4-0. We have Pittsburgh Knights at 3-1. We have Ghost Gaming at 2-2 two and, two, and G2 Esports at 2-2. Two two. Uh, we have the Birds at 2-3. and three, Space Station at 1-2. Cloud9 at 1-3. And, and Rogue at 1-3. So some massive teams taking some falls. Some previously questionable teams taking some rises. Uh, mm-hmm. The big one, obviously, on everyone's mind right now is Cloud9. They had two games this week. Uh, they came in right now 1-1. One and one. Uh, they And it was... They're coming off a pretty hard loss last week where they didn't play great against the Pittsburgh Knights and the Pittsburgh Knights look pretty good. Um, and Cloud9 comes in, they play the Birds, another uh, the other uh, rising team from the RLRS, and they lose 3-1. Wabbas, did you watch the series? This one I actually missed. This was the mm, first game of the day. I woke up late. Oh, And I, I don't know, I looked at it the night before. I was like, oh, this is easy. And then I come in uh, for the first thing and everyone's talking about the Cloud9 Birds game. And I'm like, what happened? And I go check the standards. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. The 
if somebody say anything, a lot of the popular opinion that I was seeing in chat and on Reddit and other places is the is funnily enough coming off when we were talking about coaches recently um, is is fire burner causing problems is putting fire burner as a coach causing problems is there too much change is there differences that's going on that was the main thing i was seeing for quite a bit of it uh i could definitely give merit to that like i think that's that's something to look at uh i think for me that's doubtful Mm -hmm. truthfully i didn't see cloud nine playing all too differently than they normally were the the difference and like why truthfully like like birds did not look that great like like birds did not i don't think they played up all that well they they weren't dominating there was no crazy plays that that allowed them to to get on top um i have literally never seen cloud nine look more rusty or lost on the field uh, in that match wow. and they at the to quote and like you you guys already know that i how i view crl but like i said they literally looked like a crl team of like they're obviously high level and obviously can't compete but like they're still there's whiffs there's misplays there's bumps on rotations there's all these random little things that at this level should not be happening that caused really dumb goals that caused like the one that instantly comes to my mind was the the overtime loss in game one that set the whole thing forward for cloud nine to lose that series was a lob on net that gimmick who was playing in the skyline for some reason the skyline gtr which was really surprising mm-hmm. um and he tried to catch the ball on the goal line and it literally just doinked off his hood and went into the net like like simple oh. as no pressure no no nothing on him like it, it is a mistake you would never never see anyone higher than like champ one or two making mm-hmm. uh, and so definitely give that a bit to the car like it, it probably wasn't quite the same as what he'd expected but really really surprising for me i don't know how you guys are feeling about that but yeah that's just something that you know should never happen like catching the ball is just such a natural thing like you don't even have to think about it that having it you know completely mess up like that is just and especially on the goal line like that's just such a dangerous thing to do that you have to be certain that you're going to do it correctly um so that that just sounds like a really silly you know stupid mistake that should never happen and that's especially in overtime where you know it all comes down to this i yeah i just want to mention i um i remember when we first reviewed like the cloud nine that won rlcs land right and it just seems um because I remember when we when that happened, when they had an incredible run, they were playing, kicking on all, yeah, uh, uh, you know, kicking on all cylinders, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> it seemed to me it was like, oh my goodness, is this the team? They beat Dignitas, you know, the, the legendary, um, the, <laughs> the best team of all time, all that stuff. Is this gonna be the team that we're gonna watch in a year? Be, you know, so like regarded Dominant. as one of the best teams of all time, and <laughs> it. And just watching some of these games, you kind of feel like it's is it is it the Cloud Nine that's all of a sudden going to show up at some land and like actually do well again, or mm-hmm. have they just hit this rut and they just can't get out of it? You know, like that that's that's all I was thinking when I was watching these games, really. Yeah. it's it's definitely fair to say that the rest of the region is catching up, which is nice and like that that's good. It produces better games. Unpredictability obviously favors the the spectator because it's it's more fun to to never know when to have a lot of close series like like there's only mm-hmm. one sweep in na this week with this week right um which is awesome and like that that's actually 
there there tends to be a lot more in NA, uh, and so the like that that was kind of one of the big things. And just to kind of bring it back to the Fireburner point that was brought up, like I definitely think there's the possibility that they're they're trying new things. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised. Like don't get me wrong. Like they, I, I think the way I was seeing it is they looked like they were trying to play more of a punish gameplay, which is something I want to talk about a little later because that was a, a pretty big theme, and at least in EU, um, and so where they're sitting back more often, waiting for mistakes and capitalizing because Cloud9 mm-hmm. often is quite fast and can do so. Like like they're they're a good breakout team, and it really looked like they were really playing into that, and I was pretty shocked because i think it's this mix of them maybe trying something new but maybe i'm just overreading it i'm not too sure um but truthfully just when cloud9 has an off week i've never seen them look as bad as they do they normally can still hold up um but they looked rough to then go on and play ssg in the second round and lose 3-2 um and again a very close series but tell me if you go look at that series last season if that was even remotely the same um and again it came from a lot of whiffs a lot of mistakes a lot of different things like that and if you look at ssg coming in and they were three one by the birds and the bees and three one by energy. Like they haven't had a, a easy schedule per se up to cloud nine, like why they would have been 0 and two, but there's absolutely no reason that they shouldn't be 0 and three right now, moving into to week four, uh, mm-hmm. based on what we should be used to. And and if cloud nine is playing at peak performance, not a chance do they stand up to that. And um, I know it's coming from the bias of a, well, I'm obviously a cloud nine fan and things like that, but I, I don't think I'm alone in that opinion, uh, even between you two uh, of like where that goes from. Um, so yeah, that was a really surprising performance for me at least um, um yeah any other points all right keep it moving yeah no I'm, um i'm just like here's the question right do we look back on this in like three weeks or whenever playoffs is mm-hmm. and they just like sweep and still make it to land and you know what i mean or <laughs> Um, because this is what I'm afraid of. If you look at their next two games, yep, they have NRG, which mm-hmm. I'm currently predicting that NRG just sweeps that, takes it pretty handily. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they got a rogue matchup that they might be able to win. Um, but that, I feel like they finished two and five, which means they're in all likelihood, like they're, they are really fighting for that seven, six, seven spot. Right. Mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. i that's what i've been saying for a while the moment like the moment they lost to that I, I was like they're actually just getting relegated um because of this wow. energy g2 like i well uh, they're getting to the promotions playoffs let's not <laughs> and let's also remember folks that it's going to 10 teams next season so oh, like so the, okay the, they, they might they, be safe. to my no, knowledge like, they, they, sure. current, they haven't currently announced what relegation is going to look like my guess mm-hmm is that it's going to be all eight stay and then top four RRS will play in a playoffs and top two move up. And that's it. That would be my guess is how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. If you look at it, they're already in, in tied for eighth place right now. Um, we can say tied for eighth with Space Station and Rogue if uh, Space Station loses the next game, which is kind of expected. Um, but C9 facing Energy and G2 and then Rogue as they're playing now, there's a decent chance they lose all three. Um, if they don't completely shake it up. And regardless, NRG and G2 is a close matchup uh, with Cloud9 at top performance. So that's just, I don't know, if it, like with how it, it could go, um, even them playing well, there's a genuine chance of them coming seventh. And I don't really see any way around that. 
I, th I think I think you're jumping on. Wow, frick. <laughs> we have quick. people uh, that are less than 13 years I old know, I know. listening the, the to this podcast. All right, I okay, no, but you know what? The good thing is, I now have a time mark. I know where it's about 31 yeah. minutes, in, so I should be good. Um, no, yeah, yeah. I man, the 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 balance of streaming where I definitely am a mature streamer and this is so difficult. Like this is definitely the, the line I have to ride. But anyway, sorry. Or are um, you an immature I, I, I streamer? Think... Am I right? So okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I, th I do think you're jumping on the cloud nine is, is fricked phase too, too quickly of uh, like, yes, energy is probably going to beat them. Uh, I think G2 looked awful this week as well. Um, like they looked very bad i agree uh, the, the worst i've ever seen so we're gonna have to see how both of those teams recover next week uh <laughs> where and even still coming in like ghost had a great week uh, in my opinion i thought uh, i thought ghost looked really good against nrg and i was very impressed with how they stood up so moving forward that's why it's like i don't think i think putting them right now in seventh yes like like that's where they are i, I get that but they're literally with three matches left they are basically that exact they could easily pass Pittsburgh Knights for all we know uh, if the Knights have their the inconsistency that we've already been seeing. Wait, Cloud9? Uh, Cloud9 only uh, had... Yeah. Oh, I sorry. Mm -hmm. I, I so made the second They're also team. playing G2. Yeah. So. You got it. Yeah, yeah. So the second place team is, to me, still more than reachable, especially with how NA has been going, where anybody's beating anybody on any given day right now. Uh, so it's like I... Also why I was making jokes in the Discord of like, I can't predict anymore because clearly it's mm -hmm. not worth it because we're going to get everything wrong regardless. Yeah. Um, and we will get to that with EU because that I think was even more jarring. Um, but yeah, so that, that was kind of my main thing is like, I, I, I'm, I definitely think that there's the risk that they finish low. There's not a chance that they're finishing in like first or second, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. But they're, I think if the NA continues to run the way that it is, I, I would not be surprised if they at least finish in the four to five area. Um, I completely my... agree with this, but they're, I'm just saying that there is a genuine <laughs> chance that they get seven, like they're fighting for six, seven. That, that's I do have G2 and NRG as two of those three games. So you got yeah, it. So that's why. right now, right now, NRG, uh, G2, and um, Rogue. Oh, and, sorry, NRG, G2, and Cloud9 should have been coming into this mm. week with only one match loss across all of them, technically, mm -hmm. going into next week, where it would have purely, in my opinion, been NRG beating G2. So that would have been putting Cloud9 3-0, NRG 4-0, and G2 3-1. Um, Yet we're still looking at a G two who's beat by the Pittsburgh Knights, which I, I think we can move into. Um, and yeah, Cloud let's talk about penalty kick. by two of the worst times, right? So, so um, that that is like it's so cool. Like this is is very exciting. As mad as I am, where Cloud Nine is, <laughs> it's very exciting that this we're finally getting the the closeness that we are looking at and like people want. Uh, and then I, I do have some comments at the end of this on like the overall our esports scene, which I, I hope to get to. But yeah, Knights. Uh, Knights had one game this week. Um, without even like thinking about it, um, they they played against G2, and you're like, yeah, like they looked okay last week, uh, beating C9. Like C9 looked pretty rough, PK looked pretty solid. Um, they come in and they sweep G2. Uh, probably one of the most like I don't know how to word it, like jarring matches that we've had so far this season of G2 coming in looking very hot. Truthfully, um, mm -hmm. they they yes they got swept by NRG, but in my opinion it was still quite a close series. Um, they looked pretty good. They held up to it. Excuse me, and they come in and absolutely worked by the Knights. Uh, I don't know mm -hmm. if you watched the game, Wabbits. Oh, yes, I did. Yeah, cool. Opinions. Um, 
I think it kind of makes sense. I don't know. I feel like personally, G or PK Pittsburgh Knights has a very good play style against G2, um, where they kind of take G2's aggressive and physical uh, play style and then just one up them, where they focus so heavily on demos. It was the, like the the whole uh, series was just kind of a bloodbath. The amount of demos I've lost count um, <laughs> on both teams. That was actually one thing that I really noticed this week is that like mm -hmm. it felt like there was way more demos in the games happening. A hundred percent. And as I was watching it, um, I think I mentioned that like it wasn't a good a good game or a good series. I wasn't like, wow, these people are amazing. But it was like there's a little bit of a possible meta shift coming here where throughout the rest of the day, the demos just kind of flowed through and they were so like almost every team was just very heavily focused on them and it was shown best in this set uh series where just a stupid amount of demos i can't count them but they use them really effectively to just break down the offense and defense of like going both ways but pittsburgh knights did it better <laughs> from what i saw um i'd also like to take this moment all right um to review mm -hmm. the uh, asap weekly predictions <laughs> For league play. <laughs> yep. Um, so far, you know, people, you know, taking the, the, the obvious easy choice, all right, of energy have been right. That's Wabbits and Combo. All right. But taking the unobvious, all right, the, the, the choice that actually requires a little bit of guts. Wab, uh, sorry. I myself am, uh, <laughs> have predicted G2, or sorry, not. I predicted G2 wow. and the Knights. G2 are not doing that great. Well, G2 are doing okay. Knights, I predicted the Knights. You guys didn't. They're in that top two right now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, all right? <laughs> you said right now. <laughs> like, it's possible? Is it likely? Mm, not really. They have some decent matchups coming up, though. So All right, here, here's my question. <laughs> do we want to make that one just for the five weeks in the season and then do a new prediction for the playoffs? Um, because I, oh, what do you think? I'm okay either way. <laughs> Wait for like regional championships or yeah. Yeah. For, for regional championships. Okay. I, I would even think not even as much for regional. Yeah. I'm sure we'll definitely talk about regional championships. Like when we have the podcast, yeah, I think so. Predictions. Yeah. I'd be more inclined to make power rankings for the RLCS once it actually is prepped and we know who's there. Yeah. So <laughs> I will, I think we'll, we'll do another prediction thing just there. Um, mostly cause this is always intriguing cause you never know when people are going to stand at the end of five weeks and mm -hmm. it will be all over the place but um yeah uh any other thoughts on the uh, other than you know i feel like the knights it's like they're slowly building that confidence you know what i mean like mm -hmm. the doubters are slowly going okay like this is a team to contend with like what are they gonna have to do are they gonna have to win rlcs land for people to start taking them seriously is that where we're no, at now? <laughs> I, I, I think if they qualify, they, they've they've cemented themselves for sure. Like they, mm -hmm. regardless, I think if they qualify, like that was the big thing we were looking at with Rogue last season was like, here's a big change. If they qualify, then that's huge. And not only did they qualify, but they drastically outperformed their seed uh, by coming in. So uh, I think Knights have to do the same thing. It's like to me, and like I, I think I spoke about this when we were at, uh, um, when we first were talking about after Dreamhack is where I said I was like, PK can't be considered an elite team until they 
improve in league play and they're doing so right now so um <laughs> if they if they at least qualify and get in that uh get in that top six and then win that that regional then i i'm more than happy to consider them a, a good team kind of thing right? if you want to look at it like that mm-hmm. like, that's why it I all comes it. down to consistency in my mind where they can consistently be uh at this caliber of play you got it. where in the dream hack that was their first showing so you have to be a little bit wary but now it's like they're doing well regardless so you got it. Always, you look at it as like they don't need to win RLCS or anything like that because like you look at is NRG considered an elite team? <laughs> Definitely. Have they won RLCS? Definitely not. Um, yet they're consistently proving in league play that they need to be where they need to be. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're they're literally to me right now the opposite of what PK was technically expected to be of a like wins a, a major and then meh, in league play. But PK is, is proving that wrong, which I, I'm really happy to see. It's, they, they've been a lot of fun to watch. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's fun seeing that moving forward. I'm excited to keep seeing it. So, Combo, what were your thoughts on this PK G2 game? Um, G2 just looked Bad. awful, like yeah. awful. Um, I and I think that's why. Like, I, I'm 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 obviously pretty critical of of most teams, and I I didn't see like a show from PK. Like, like it didn't feel like watching them in Dreamhack kind of thing. Like, I think they mm-hmm. were showing peak performance in Dreamhack, um, but you still see mistakes, you still see little errors and stuff like that, which was surprising <laughs> for me. And this is why, like, if you go back and watch the series, like G2 didn't look all too bad from the surface in my opinion and it may have just looked like pko played them but to me g2 has always been this incredibly punishing team that they will wait for the slightest opening make a three-man passing play out of their zone and boom a ball like mm-hmm. top left or something like that like that has always been their play style and they scored three goals in this series like they were averaging a goal a game when they on average before i think I, the um the desk was talking about how they had average i think it was like three point something goals a game last season yep. uh which is a huge huge difference from what they're used to and so to me like they were missing passes they weren't they often they weren't in position to make said passes like i don't mm-hmm. know if they maybe they were coming in on off day or what was com- going on with that or like what what changed mm-hmm. but to me it didn't look like the g2 were used to which can allow pk to do well like i said i think pk played well i don't think they played well enough to sweep arguably one of the best teams in the world right now and but yet it happened so clearly uh, there there's something else going on there right and something else is going rolling a little differently so mm-hmm. yeah yep, I anything else boys no i think we can move on to europe cool europe um the another rise and fall uh do we want the ri- the, the the big boys uh fall or the little boys rise first what are we feeling i like a good uh, underdog story so yeah. uh, good underdog cool yeah um all right my i don't remember my predictions truthfully but i'm pretty sure the folks that i predicted being last place in rlcs in europe um are currently three and one at tied for first place in european league play that is veloce uh mm-hmm. they were coming off a big week one uh where they beat dignitas and complexity um complexity when expected dignitas one was considered an upset for sure um but i i think again dignitas didn't look all too great we had talked a lot about first week jitters things along those lines Coming in the next week, they move in and they play uh, RV. They get 3 one Everyone's like, yeah, that's normal. Makes sense. But uh, like, truthfully, Veloce got a lot of praise for even taking a game off RV. Um, that, that was a big thing because even the week before when RV had lost one game to Complexity, both teams were obviously RLRS teams coming up and kind of called on for being like, wow, like that's the that is good like that clearly means you deserve to be here. Uh, we then move in to week three and we're looking at the other not even arguably generally objectively top two team in Europe outside of RV, which is reciprocity. And people are kind of expecting a similar result. They're expecting a a semi-close series with RV coming out that 
the semi-close series was definitely the case. The RV coming out didn't really happen. I was shocked watching that series uh, at truthfully how good Veloce looked and at how many missed open nets Reciprocity had. It was <laughs> my mind at like and this is the difference is like i don't think respirosity played all that bad like I, I was impressed they had a lot of team play um they were getting trapped in a lot and i actually uh, it's the opposite of what i was talking about before i don't think there was as much on them as it was veloce was doing incredible with boost stealing and and um mm. staying relevant and staying tight uh which was really really cool to see it was this midfield defense i think the way i was reading it was it was like there was this almost like one 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 that they were playing if people know soccer positionings uh where they always had one person just monkeying and chasing in the zone causing mayhem doing what they need to do one player who was covering basically completely laterally in the midfield and one person who was hovering either back into that midfield or their back end and so they're playing this very safe game where they're truthfully weren't scoring like too much like they weren't they weren't blowing them out um but they're scoring enough almost all of them they had i think four or five clear goals alone of just booming the ball out the other way and catching reciprocity and so this is what I was talking about with this this almost like punish game meta mm-hmm. that we might start seeing a lot more. And I want to talk about it when we're talking about the the great fall after this as well, where mm-hmm. it's this this choice to let teams try to overextend. And I think this is almost a strategic way to play where if Veloce comes out swinging game one, wins three, nothing, and then changes their style in the next game, reciprocity is going to be coming out also trying to swing and, and mm-hmm. match that pace. And so when you start moving towards this now punish meta, instead you're going to destroy teams that are overextending. And that's what we saw with um, the Knights in G2 in DreamHack that we talked about, right? Is this just like allowing G2 to play what they feel like is their game, but it ends up just being an overextending and scoring these either open nets or easy breakouts or easy clears. And like, that's a lot of what I was seeing from Veloce. And it was really, really strong gameplay. Like I was really super impressed with that. I don't know how you folks were feeling watching it. If you saw it, I know also first game of the day, but. First game. Um, <laughs> but that that sounds like really kind of right for what uh what i'm what i i would expect um especially with rv kind of parenting this um that style where it was the very heavy defense the save on the net save on goal line do whatever you can to keep the ball out of the net at least when they first came out and then um just punish everybody for being too aggressive for trying to do things that they can or they should not do but they think they can because they're just playing so defensive um also the the thing that you said about coming in game one and uh, really coming and punching and doing like going hard and then just playing back. That is an amazing uh, idea. And I absolutely love um, this metagame in between sets and the, uh, the difference of play style and like the teams that can do this and play differently game to game to try and bait the opponent into doing something um, or playing in a way that they wouldn't normally play. Hmm the yeah i like it and th- this is where like people want to keep in mind is like especially like i'm now I feel like i'm defending my own like selection now is that like this is not a team that earned their spot in rlcs like people need to keep that in mind they the mouse and complexity both won the regional championship to move up and play in the rlcs in europe and veloce was the third place team that was not did not qualify. They they were stuck in RLRS, and mm-hmm. only because of the dismantling of Triple Trouble was a new spot that was opened that Veloce was able to fill. 
So they oh. not only are not supposed to be here, but they are proving themselves on the biggest field that they can possibly play on as a roster of basically what I'm seeing as just hand-me-downs of that they have Mystic, who was starting to feel a bit washed up and started coaching. Cassio, who left a destroying team that was emotionally unstable and, and not being able to play. Freaky coming from a lot of different teams and, and having some RLCS experience and being all around. And then now you have Flamey, who is, is coming in and had the week of his life coming in last uh, uh, last series. So they like that's kind of, kind of thing you have to keep in mind is like this team dominated RLRS, but then did not qualify to come through. Uh, they I think they had a seven and zero season if if someone can correct me. But um, when they came through and and it is now they're they're here and they're proving why that they deserve that spot and like what they're trying to do. So um, really really cool. Um, pretty impressed um between that with having mouse and complexity having to win that that promotion tournament to actually get up uh and voluche basically i definitely not handed like you have to obviously earn that spot but in in as the most technical way you can look at this they technically don't actually would have not had a spot so um they i like really really cool very impressed uh a lot of fun to watch any other notes or shall we move on no i'm just happy that we have um such it's rare that, like, sometimes we get esports that get so, like, so kind of clogged up. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, I'm really happy that this week's show, like, you know, one week can change everything. It feels like all the parts are moving. You never know who's going to beat who. Um, and, you know, that, that's going to make the regional playoffs really exciting because you don't know who's going <laughs> to the land. So I'm just excited, man. Veloci's doing well. I'm pretty sure we all put them in our bottom tiers um and they are you know what they're listening to our podcast and they they had the strongest you know what the strongest like force of will is all right the you i will prove you wrong force of will all right they listen to the podcast and they're like nah nah these people they got no idea what they're talking about all right no oh, idea all right and then they proved us wrong and or so far they've proven us wrong and hopefully for the sake of of my entertainment, of the story. they continue mm-hmm. uh, to prove us wrong. I just love that uh, both this week and week one, the last two weeks that me and Combo have been on, you said this thing where uh, we all put Veloce at the bottom, but now they're doing great. We love Veloce. Let's see how they do. <laughs> just a little call out on, on No, you, but, but uh, now yep. it's, it's solidified. It's not like, oh, yep. week one, we yep. got a win. You know, we got a big win. Like last week, they lost to RV one three, which like they took the game off. That's really good, but now they're just like they're still still up there. They're still doing well. So let's let's actually hope for our boys. <laughs> Do you like them more than complexity now, Abbots? That's the question. I've always liked flakes. I mean, how can you like complexity right now? <laughs> I've always liked flakes. <laughs> the only reason I'm a complexity fan fan is because of flakes. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Combo, you want to keep going? Sure. Um, so the big fall of the week, the the giant, the the Goliath that has been taken down. Uh, we have RV coming off of their world championship run, dominating EU league play last year. Uh, coming in this week, only they were I think they were up six two in their game count, so they were two two and zero moving in. Expects to go four and zero out of this week with a match against against Mouse and against FCB um, specifically. The, there's a lot of eyes on the Mouse series because Mouse, t- like, realistically could have been coming into this week 2-0, and um, and 
They because they were reverse swept in week one by TSM. They were literally a goal away from ending that series and and moving on uh, to beating arguably again one of the better teams in Europe. And then had to play FCB. They they have easily the hardest schedule to start with moving forward in this uh, in this. And they come they play FCB and an incredibly close series beat FCB in week two to then come in and play the reigning world champions uh, in the third match of week three. Um, not a lot of expectation, but eyes were on them because they were coming off of that pretty hot win and RV did look pretty questionable the week before. So a lot of, a lot of eyes, uh, a lot of curiosity. So RV comes out, they dominate the first two games. Uh, in my opinion, when I was watching, they, they really were holding the field, a lot of little mistakes and a couple that caused some goals here and there. And the score lines were definitely close, but the, I really do think RV kind of set the tone and there was this shift moving into uh moving into the last thing to game three which rv could have could have held out and swept and, and moved on and they this almost different kind of energy where every shot felt like it was going in from mouse like uh we we saw a lot was playing incredible defense despite looking garbage on defense the time before speed was looking speedy and and, and winning a lot of challenges cooks here had a couple incredible solo plays and was doing a lot of great uh, passing plays with with speed moving down the field like it looked like a very different game and from there on out rv just looked broken moving into game four they they get lost uh, they they lose 6-1 moving on from there they lose 2-1 and get and they get reverse swept rv wild a scrub looked so tilted and lost in the series as i often talk about fairy peak didn't seem to be shooting very well kdop didn't look very fast like i was shocked at that game and i even our discord was kind of popping off after that game of, of people freaking out and and losing their minds i don't know if you guys had some uh, some thoughts on that mm -hmm. let them here let them here yeah, um, I shocking. Like so, so good. I would love to know what he's doing with that team, truthfully. And like, I'm I'm not seeing a huge like I'm not seeing the plays, and that's what tells me there's either some 400 IQ coaching that's going down that I'm not seeing, or that the three of them are fully clicking. Like like they are, they're absolutely absolutely clicking. Um, and I and I don't know what it is. But yeah, definitely, I think Leth has a big play in that right now. I think Leth has uh taken all of them, uh, putting them in his basement. And they're just staring at a screen, playing Rocket League, and being whipped, all right? And they're like, get into game five, all right? We're going to play every online tournament, get to game five, and we're going to play that tough situation until you get really good at it. <laughs> I don't know. Because um, so far they have won, was it three grade fives? All their game fives, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, they so two of their three game fives, but they've been in every single game five. They, yeah. All their series have gone full length so far. Um, mm -hmm. And both of their wins have been one goal games that have been incredibly tight that they've won in regulation. Um, and actually both, if I'm remembering the FCB game correctly, both games they spent the last minute in their half just with stellar rotational defense and just killing time, killing time, killing time, killing time. Um, mm -hmm. So, so impressed. Story continues, though. We can't leave it there because RV had a second game to bounce back, just like Cloud9 this week. And they're coming in, they're playing FCB, arguably the number three spot in a lot of power rankings that a lot of people are feeling good. But uh, a lot of people have made the note that FCB does seem to be taking a bit of a downturn recently, especially coming off of losing to Mouse the week before. But uh, we come out and we see a, a flying FCB team. Like they looked so in, in game one, I, I truthfully could not tell if it was a defeated RV, if it was a absolutely buzzing FCB following their loss to Dignitas. 
or if it was just a combination of the both. Like I, I could not tell, and I believe, it was such a good series. Yeah, yeah. I believe the words you were looking for is a defeated scrub killer. Um, <laughs> tilted. Yeah. I actually wanted to see his stream at the end of the day. So, yeah, so long story short, they get swept by FCB in a, in a closer series towards the end, but dominated in game one. I wanted to see if he would stream afterwards because normally he has been, uh, and I actually forgot to check. So if anyone knows, mm-hmm. tell me in the Discord because I'm curious. I wanted to see if he came in either salty or if he just didn't stream at all. I was really curious. I just want to say yeah. with the with RV, um, Fairy seemed to not show up. He I don't know if that was. Yeah, 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 he looked lost. And that that just happened every single game the whole time, and I was just kind of watching it like where what's really happening here, because um, it, it was just so much different from even the week before where he kind of popped against Volche. Um So yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Be like, it's it likely was um, due to either communications or just a bad day or whatever it was, but it was he he was not not there. <laughs> Yeah, I it's really surprising to, to me, and it it unfortunately doesn't get easier for RV uh, if they are moving in towards a little slump because their last three games are against Reciprocity, TSM, and Dignitas. So mm-hmm. um, they yes, Europe is an absolute mush ball right now. Like other than complexity, anyone could be anywhere. <laughs> nope. um, but the yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting to to see what happens because all it takes is for let's say like TSM to win their next two games and Reciprocity lose one and boom, TSM's back up in first from sixth or mm-hmm. vice versa, right? Like like there's a lot of movement that can happen in these last two weeks so uh and we generally expect that from eu but now throwing na into the mix like it's a good time for rocket league which is pretty exciting um which is where i kind of want to bring the conversation to like end but uh, i don't know if you guys have more notes on rv or anything like that um on our oh go for it i was i I was gonna bring it to the end so wabbits if you do have some notes uh not on rv but i was just wondering Mm -hmm. about the tsm complexity game where that went Mm -hmm. three two Mm -hmm. in favor of tsm of course but i was just really surprised to see complexity um you know even take one game, let alone two. And I don't know if you know or if you watched it intently, but I was just kind of wondering if you had any thoughts on that one. That was probably when I watched the least, which I actually regretted because it was a close game and I just kind of mm-hmm. expected a, a sweep, to be honest. Right. That's what um, I was thinking. I. From from watching, like I every time I looked at complexity goals, like they looked like really nice passing plays, which was not what we've been seeing a whole lot of from complexity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if maybe TSM was just giving them a little more space that they were able to to abuse and use. But um, the every single time I look, because I remember that's actually was I was cooking dinner at that time. I think actually when I, or, or lunch at that time when I was uh, going with my old time difference. But um, mm-hmm. the every time I looked over and I kept seeing one goal games, I was like, mm, like this is this looks like a pretty pretty good series and i i didn't see them not a lot of tsm this was probably the week that i missed them the most uh mm-hmm. but yeah every time i looked at complexity like it looked like they were clicking with passing just unfortunately they, they couldn't uh solidify game five there it looks like it was another close game mm-hmm. i think it I came know, down you watch to it like tight yeah yeah uh i've watched it as much as i watch the other ones um it came down mainly from what i saw just to a couple whiffs honestly from complexity or they just uh, a couple mistakes but they yep. like they were playing the heavy defense style where they were playing in their own half for the majority of the game, but they yeah. didn't look um, bad in it. The main issue was that, like, honestly, this was a thing that I saw throughout the entire weekend where there was very little control of the ball. It was just kind of big booming hits from one team to the other. Um, mm-hmm. Not like it, it didn't look like a passing play. It just looked or any one's plays where you just dribble the ball and go for something. It was just kind of big booming hits and hope that your teammates there but it almost always ended up going to the opponent. And I was really 
confused about that. And that, that was the main, main issue with this entire weekend for me, where there's so little ball control, at least from what I saw. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. We, we know things have changed when Combo doesn't have anything to say about Wab. It's analyzing the way people are playing. That's, that's good. <laughs> I, I also know he, he watched it a little tighter than I did, and uh, it also that matches basically what I was seeing. So uh, I appreciate uh, And Wab is not what he's talking about. I'm never worried about that. Um, but uh, evolved. Um, it's, if there's nothing else, I wanted to just talk about the state of RLCS in general, if you folks are down with yes, that. Yes, and then and it. then you you have yeah. this other topic just under here that I'm actually really curious about. So um, The musty kickoff? Yeah, yes. yeah, this is a really quick one. I just want to hear your opinion. So um, as I started by saying, we're in ex an exciting time with RLCS right now because you can walk in and you, you never expect the outcome of a game. You can make predictions, you can make calls, but for all you know, it could be an off week it could be different like like we're, we're finally seeing the gap closing which is awesome um and that makes me happy and like truthfully and like uh, people have challenged me on it in our discord like i didn't super expect that at the beginning of the season i thought maybe give it a a, a couple more seasons till we're there um but i've been thoroughly thoroughly impressed with every team in rlcs right now that is playing so well and i've been peeping a lot of rlrs and even that quality of play is looking a lot higher so the it's it's a, it's a very entertaining time to be watching why I want to talk about this, though, is because this is also a dangerous time to be watching based on how a lot of orgs in the esports world work. And this is where I know Flash can probably have a lot of insight as well and see what he thinks about this, is that the as we saw with EG, many high-level orgs tend to mm. not care about low-level play. They only want to sponsor a team if they're in the highest level. That's why you see so many RLRS teams without organizations when they're playing because it doesn't get the same airtime doesn't seem to get the same views like like rlcs recently has been topping at like fifty thousand people and in that area which is awesome like makes me super super happy wait you're talking um, about and, viewers live viewers yeah oh and no like, it's it's like minimum like, fifty thousand. Like, you got it right like and that's like the like when it's starting it's like 50 peak games you're getting like 80 to 90 like it's been awesome like it's blowing mm -hmm. up they, their their twitch stream just hit a million followers um like like it's really blowing up which is great that doesn't happen for rlrs and so why this is a potentially dangerous time is exactly the thought that wab has brought up earlier i'm, I'm talking my hands so much right now like people can see it and i <laughs> no one can see it um is that the if if you get a team like Cloud9 that no longer is holding up to the the highest level, and like I I don't think that's the case, but let's say that that is somehow where they're headed, and they're all they're kind of slowing down and can't keep up anymore, then bigger orgs are going to keep continuing to pick up new teams, leave the scene, do different things like that. That's why we see Flipside leave the scene. That's why we see EG leave the scene. That's why we're seeing different pickups and and moves and like the the Dignitas that was the Dignitas. A, a year and a half ago is not the same Dignitas now or like PSG leaves the scene because their team wasn't performing as much as they wanted and then reciprocity picks them up little things like this that, that Wait, are, are still hold on hold on just, just on that I I was I'm pretty sure because that was after PSG literally just won um an off an offline tournament um right Actually, I don't remember the reason so for the drop. I'm pretty sure they were dropped because because uh, the like, players drama. wanted a couple like more money yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, I think you're right. So, yeah. But anyway, keep going. Keep going with the example. point. No, 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 for sure. Um, and so for me, when I look at this, this is a super entertaining time to watch RLCS. But 
if we are at risk of some of the big teams falling out like a Dignitas or like a cloud nine or, or like the, like rogue, for instance, like, like that's a huge org as well. Then like that, that is also a bit of a dangerous time uh, if these orgs don't feel like they have stability. And so before there's any quick opinions, what awesome though, and the, the, the timing could not have been better is that mm-hmm. the fact that now we're moving towards a 10 team league is now there's more opportunity for more organizations to be involved in RL esports and less opportunity for the big ones to fall out, which is, like it's this weird kind of perfect storm where like as the game is getting a little more uh lethal and and um fluctuating we're luckily getting infrastructural changes that can abide by that which is nice so um that was kind of the thought that was happening with me this weekend of uh like i guarantee there's a lot of very angry orgs right now with some of their big teams like cloud nine and stuff like that of like like cloud nine does not take small teams like like they do not want any underperforming teams at all uh and there, there are a lot of similar orgs like Dignitas and Vitality, like like they're sponsored by a racing company, like like there there is high expectations. So um, I guarantee there's some angry orgs right now, but luckily I think Cyanix and RLE Sports have made the right move towards um, hopefully keeping those and, and moving forward with that. But yeah, that was my thought. Um, I think in general, because I've I've been around the scene long enough, and it's cool to have so many established orgs already in the scene. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I've never felt like any particular org is bigger than um, the esport itself. If that makes sense, like at least at least in in Rock League, from what I've seen, I don't think there's any org where it's like, um, we're not gonna do Rocket League. Like there's orgs that will leave Rocket League because their team is doing poorly, but they'll never leave Rocket League because it's like, oh, I don't feel like Rocket League is is viable if that makes sense sure yeah that, that was my point i don't know if that's what you mm-hmm. thought my point was and, yeah that, that was my point with it yeah. and like even if bigger orgs do leave i'm not worried because i always feel like there's an org willing to pick up the teams even if they're lesser known um just because they're like this isn't this isn't 2011 like if you the Hold on, let me. I'm just trying to formulate <laughs> my thoughts here a little bit. Um, if you get like it's it's not oh every org is trying to look for a team right? It's not like what it used to be where like people were like oh this is the hot thing we're gonna get in on this whatever whatever. Um, but also there's enough established orgs and there's enough people slowly trickling in that when a bigger team decides to leave players, there's always someone else there to pick it up. Um, Mm -hmm. like you can even see this with renegades which is a somewhat lesser known team still picking up that whole that full team remember in the contracts and stuff um and i i just think like until until i see like every single big org leave when one or two org Mm -hmm. leaves it doesn't matter if that makes sense yeah yeah. i I, I think that's mm -hmm. The way I see it, though, is that it's a the big orcs do matter because little things like so, for instance, when we played um, 
when we played in the uh, the Saints Saints Gaming Live or Saints whatever it is live mm-hmm. um, at Saint Clair for, with the Brock team, the fact that the Brock like CS:GO team was watching us watch RLCS like after the day had ended, and they're like, oh yeah yeah, like love Cloud Nine or like oh man I hate TSM like stuff like that is like really important for the scene, right? It's really important for people who are casual fans to come in. So like if I want to go watch CS:GO and I'm a Cloud Nine fan in Rocket League, like I already am a CS:GO Cloud Nine fan as well, like across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, so like those kind of things I think are still important. And that's the thing is like, I, I, by no means am I trying to infer that we are at risk. Like, like there is no inherent risk. This is just something that my mind had kind of went to of a, like, I, I think we're lucky that the game is getting more fun to watch. Cause that's obviously intriguing for orgs to, to join and want to pick up more teams. And then that's meshed with the, the 10 team, um, bump but i do think that the there's less stability the closer the skill gap gets the skill gap gets jeez uh and that teams like I, if i was an org i would be less likely to want to pick up a team unless i know for a fact that they're going to stay with that as if so and that's more where i mean with these like these next like quote bottom two teams that are going to move up like to, to my knowledge there's only like two or three rlrs teams in total that have works that are going to be coming up through and i i might be completely wrong some teams sometimes team names i'm like oh that's an org wow i didn't even know mm-hmm. kind of thing um but yeah that's kind of where my head was going so yeah definitely i don't think we're at risk and i, I don't want to make that my point yeah. um but yeah that was the, the kind of place my head was going to the point though um i think what ends up will happen more frequently as as more and more people want to jump in on it if if a team is performing badly and does like relegated the that big orb will just start picking up RLRS teams that did qualify through. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think that <clears throat> that shift is what's going to become more and more frequent, right? Of like, oh, you got relegated? Let me pick up the team that beat you that's now in the RLCS, uh, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that that's really what will happen if the orgs care, or if the orgs care to stay in Rocket League, like, that's what's going to start happening more and more. It's like, oh, this team's out? Okay, let's get this team, right? These players. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say, um, where it'll kind of be a, shuff- a shuffling of the players and uh, the, the orgs through um, through the seasons, where we see EJ, EG dropped out last season, but there's a very good chance that they'll come back with a new team uh, next season and run through that. And it'll be like kind of a shift of uh, players through these teams and teams through the seasons. That's what I think will likely happen, uh, where the teams aren't going to drop out forever because... Uh, Rocket League is a fairly stable um, esport itself, even if the player pool isn't. Well, I, I guess. guess the player dip in performance is just so, like, it's so unpredictable that I can, yeah. I can, yeah. I can see. It's tough to like separate Squishy from Cloud Nine, mm-hmm. but let's be honest, Cloud Nine can put their stamp on anything esports related, and there's probably going to be people that watch it. So, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that was my thought. All right, let's get to this musty kickoff. Musty kickoff. Yep. Can't say musty flick off because, you know, that's, that's a All thing. All right, so wait, how is it done? How is it done? <laughs> you, 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 you could probably musty flick off. I could see that. Oh, you can. It's a thing. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I've seen people do it. It never works out. No, no, no. You're playing a 50 off. at that point. I love it. Um, <laughs> can you explain it, Wabbits, or do you sure. want me to? Uh, so I think this was about 10 days ago or so as we recorded this. Um, that Musty came out with a new videos, and it was about this new, uh, really effective, really amazing kickoff uh, that is a highly technical te- kickoff. Um, so what you have to do is uh, it's a essentially the same as a quick flip, quick quick kickoff where you do the diagonal flip, um, but you flip cancel that uh, that uh, diagonal flip, and then 
in flip canceling it, you're able to boost the entire time while getting the best or the most amount of speed out of your flip or flip. Got it. And so, it's, like this, yeah. yeah even so, uh, you're hitting it on either side is what it is. So, <laughs> have you seen the like Jazer fast launch kind of thing where they he wins it past the person and then goes up the wall with the ball? Um, it's it's that, but it's the now slightly faster version of doing so, um, which is is we will see if that drastically changes the game. Like like we we don't know yet, and I'm excited specifically for next RLCS week. I'm actually gonna be watching pretty heavily for it um, to see if if we do see it much because there have I have actively seen pros practicing it on stream, uh, and I, I'm very curious to see how it goes. But uh, yeah, the couple cool stats on it. So Musty said that he. Um, he had learned it from the Link Crew Challenge, which I, I don't know if we ever talked about it on the podcast, but I don't um, think so. So Link Crew Challenge was he offered all the, a full alpha set, like one item for one each person, uh, like so the four people who completed this challenge of 32 shots um, that were all just like stupidly difficult. Um, that didn't they weren't realistic. Like the whole point was that they were like he even used the. Um, the oh my god what's it called the anniversary map to do it because the anniversary map was slightly broken at this point so, so like he was actively trying to make it difficult um and there was one that so many people got pissed at and there's full compilations on linker's <laughs> channel of it which are hilarious it's all pros of trying his challenge and the one that got so many people was you started in the back left corner you had to touch a ball in the far right corner in three seconds uh and you would always be within inches of it doing whatever generally including what i coach people is the fastest way across the field but doing this very weird diagonal flip flip cancel boosting the whole time because you have unlimited boost was uh, doing it twice was the only way you could actually get there and people kind of figured that out and then played it off as like ah like not a huge deal but musty had said that he wanted to try and integrate that into the game and figured out that it's something he could actually do during kickoffs um <laughs> so his stats that he got on he said once he got consistent what he felt was consistent because uh, it is a pretty risky kickoff if you miss or whatever it's generally especially in ones is an instant goal against mm -hmm. um, but if you get it there's a very very high likelihood likely to that you're gonna score um likelihood likely to wow um <laughs> that you're gonna score um and the so it, it's this really kind of weird high risk high reward play um that for him he said once he got consistent for every 15 goals that he was scoring he would allow one own goal or like one weak goal kind of thing so um that's a pretty nutty number once you can get consistent and even wabbits was saying he's been practicing it recently and uh mm -hmm. must even his pack has a sorry in his video has a training pack to, to learn it and to practice it so i haven't given it the time yet um truthfully but uh, i've seen it and i've watched a lot of it uh and i haven't even experienced it in game yet and i'm playing around like 16 ish hundred right now uh, and i haven't experienced it but we'll, i guess we'll see he said he was using it in in ones and went from his like I think he's around 18-ish hundred down to C2 because of how bad it was when he started. And then once he started using it, he's now higher than he was previously. So pretty mm -hmm. interesting. Yep. I think anything, any new thing discovered is always, like always kind of revitalizes the game. People are like, oh my goodness, I got to learn this. Um, mm -hmm. And so I guess, I guess we'll find out if it's a must to have a must. Hey. Um, but no, that's exciting. Dude. Just the fact that some of that's there. I'm waiting for mm -hmm. Wabbis to start just like dumping on champs. With... <laughs> <laughs> so I've put in probably like, I would guess about five hours or so, um, maybe less, uh, into trying this kickoff. I do it at the beginning of most of my training sessions, and I've put in specific time uh, with that musty kickoff or musty um, training pack, and I can get it about 20% of the time right now. Uh, <laughs> and then 40% of the time that I miss it, I get a you know normal half or side flip where I end up boosting the entire time and I'm able to hit the ball. 
And then sadly, the other 40% is me completely whiffing and messing up the, uh, the kickoff. And that's what happens in most of the actual games. But in training, I'm kind of getting there. Uh, but if you do want to learn it, expect that it's going to take a lot of time. He, he, I think he suggested that he's had about 500 hours practicing a total right now since he learned it in the Link Root Challenge. Yeah. So yeah. Getting it once is like a really good achievement. It's like, wow, I actually hit this thing. I'm so happy because <laughs> it's not easy. But I, I can see like for pros who do practice so much of the same mundane thing, it might be a nice little switch up. Obviously, you wouldn't want to just sit there, but like as a warm up thing or even like... that too. It's good for figuring out how to, um, you know, making sure that your controls are good, making mm -hmm. sure that your uh, your movements are on on par. But actual movement down the field, this would easily be the fastest way to get around from a stopped or backwards position, where if you, the normal thing is just a wave dash uh, off wall into into a flip and you're full speed, right? Um, but if you're nowhere near a wall, you can just go for this and you'll be full speed in one flip instead of two. And this might save you a little bit of time if and get or allow you to get a save if you need it. So I'm kind of interested to see if uh, people start integrating it into their movement once they really understand how to do it and get consistent with it, or if it'll just be a kickoff thing. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Um, we're going to leave you off with that. Um, hopefully we've made some sense of the week that was in Rocket League. Um, you know, look forward to this musty kickoff that might appear uh, according to combo. Mm -hmm. Quote combo. Uh, <laughs> uh next week in the rlcs possibly maybe who knows um and you know i bid you all a good night and have a great week bye bye, bye. i trampled over wabbits good episode <laughs>